Hi, welcome to the FX Scouts Let's Talk Forex podcast. Now, we know that the interest rate decisions of central banks across the world affect currency prices. In this episode, we do a deeper dive into the link between interest rates and inflation and how you can use this info to speculate on Forex price movements. If you have any questions, get in touch. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, or write to us at podcast at fxscouts.com. Hey, Alison. Hey, Chris. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. I'm in uh, in Malaga, in sunny Spain, enjoying the end of the summer. Um, nice. Yeah, it's nice. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, we've been bloody freezing here, <laughs> and it's supposed to be spring. <laughs> I'm sorry to uh, Yeah, the last last of winter before we hit um, hit our summer. Uh, although today's a bit better, so might go down for a walk uh, to the river this afternoon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Mm. I was hoping to get to the beach today, but looks like I'm going to have too much work to do. It's very unfortunate. Yeah, but such is life. It's busy. Yeah, no, we are busy. Um, yeah. But just a quick note at the top of the podcast here that we're going to be sending this out on Wednesday evening European time this week, rather than the usual time of Thursday. Uh, this is so we can get to our US listeners on Wednesday morning uh, before mm. the US inflation data comes out. So, uh, so yeah, that should be good for you. And that, that brings us on neatly uh, to our topic today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the link between interest rates, inflation, and currency prices, which is a bit of a hot topic these days. It is, yeah. And it certainly has been over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so sort of just jumping in, what is the interest rate? Um, it is basically the overall lending rate in a country or basically how much you'll be charged to borrow money. And a country's interest rate is either the amount at which commercial banks borrow from one another or more often the rate at which commercial banks may borrow from the central bank. So in a nutshell, yeah. that's, that's basically what the interest rate is. Exactly. And every every country's interest rate is going to be slightly different because every country's interest rate is set by that country's central bank. So these are the Federal Reserve in the United States, uh, the Bank of England in the UK, and uh, the European Central Bank in the EU. And central banks in these countries and most of the developed world are politically independent. So governments have no direct control over their decision making. Um, so when they raise interest rates and lower interest rates, there's no political interference. And this is really important because it means that these fundamental economic decisions about um, monetary policy in the country, they cannot be used for political purposes. Yeah. And uh, the central bank interest rates will affect all other interest rates in, in the economy. And the central banks of very influential economies like the United States, the UK and China often affect developing countries' interest rates too. So it's it's very interlinked. And because interest rates play a central role in how much people and companies borrow and spend, central banks use them to influence the entire economy, which is why they're so important um, and such an important indicator to look out for when you're trading. Um, and they have a trickle-down effect. So if the rate is hiked, the increased cost of borrowing by banks is passed on to businesses and consumers and they will then have to pay increased interest rates on loans which in turn reduces spending 
Um, and if the interest rate is reduced, then the loans become cheaper to pay back and uh, spending increases. Yeah, exactly. And because of this interaction between spending and interest rates, um, they're used by central banks to control inflation and and not just control inflation, but also stimulate economic growth during periods of stagnation uh, when countries uh, when countries are growing too slowly. So now that you understand that, how do, how do interest rates affect currency prices? Um, well, interest rates affect the forex market because changes in the country's interest rate directly impact the demand for that country's currency. This is because, you know, for many investors, interest rates are a measure of the rate of return on investments and savings. So if an interest rate is attractive to investors, they may want to move more of their money, more of their capital into a country. And this will increase demand for that country's currency. And on the flip side, if the interest rate is unattractive to investors, they're going to take their money out of that country. And that will thereby reduce uh, demand uh, for the currency. But it's important to remember that the effect of interest rate changes on forex prices is never guaranteed. Um, and this is because it doesn't happen in isolation, but it depends on other factors like the perception of an economy's future strength um, and stability. So forex prices depend on supply and demand of a particular currency. So all factors that impact these uh, will affect the value of that currency. But interest rates are also one of the main uh, factors affecting supply and demand. And they're, they're one of the more predictable factors. Um, so what happens to the demand for a currency when interest rates increase? Um, so when interest rates increase, then investors can achieve a better rate of return on savings deposits, um, lending or government and corporate bonds. So if I, let's say I'm a big bank, um, and if the USA has a higher interest rates than the UK, I can make more money from the interest when I'm lending money in the US than I can, um, in the UK. Um, and this is also yeah. what affects prices of course yeah exactly so large investors and financial institutions they'll tend to move money from currencies in countries with a low rate of return with low interest rates they'll move that money to a country with a currency with better prospects so with higher interest rates and that flow of demand that flow of money will drive up demand for that currency with a higher interest rate while currencies with less demand those are going to depreciate so as we've seen this year in the united states Every time the Federal Reserve increased interest rates, the US dollar has received a boost versus other countries. And we've especially seen it with the DXY, you know, with the US dollar index um, these last few months. Um, you know, and they, they've seen the DXY, the huge boost to the DXY. It's been on a massive bull run um, as financial institutions moved more money into the US market. And as you say, look, there's other factors going on here. This hasn't happened in isolation. But one of them has been uh, the high interest rate set by the Federal Reserve in uh, in the U.S. And the same happens has been happening to the rand, and I think for for many years now. You know, people are wondering why the rand hasn't absolutely tanked, and it's basically they put up the interest rates so much. I mean, we've got one of the highest interest rates in the world, I think. Um, and so, because of that, you know, the rand sort of keeps um, steady footing. I mean, although it's lost. Um, had a lot of value over the last uh, couple of years and since COVID particularly. Um, yeah, so what, what then happens to demand for Forex when interest rates decrease? 
Um, so when, when interest rates decrease, then investors can expect a lower rate of return on savings deposits, lending, or government and corporate bonds. And because interest rates have fallen, investors may find better opportunities elsewhere. And this means that the demand for the currency will fall due to the fact that investment capital flows are diverted to more attractive investment destinations. And this depresses the country's exchange rate. Um, and it also would increase the supply of the domestic currency in forex markets and drive that currency further down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And th- but this is um, not what's happening at the moment, obviously. We're seeing globally, we've seen interest rate rises, but probably we're going to yeah. see off the back of this, at some point next year, we're probably going to start seeing this scenario as interest rates start coming down, as inflation eases, which we'll get onto just now. We'll start seeing interest rates come down, and we're probably going to start seeing this this effect. Um, but yeah, I mentioned inflation there. So what is inflation? And uh, its most simple level, inflation is the rate of increase in the cost of goods and services in an economy. So with high inflation, the spending power of consumers decreases as everything starts costing more, right? as prices are going up. And it also has a spiraling effect on a business's ability to produce goods because inflation is also going to lead to a higher cost of raw materials. And really high inflation can be especially nasty um, because wage growth will lag behind the cost of goods. So everything's going to start costing more, but you're not going to be paid more. Um, So people are, in effect, getting poor all the time when you see high inflation and this can get, it can get really dangerous. I mean, you look at countries like Argentina right now, um, you know, which is they've lost control of their inflation completely. I think it's running at over a hundred percent a year now. And yeah. And you know, people who are previously middle-class are now destitute because their wages just can't keep up with the cost of the cost of goods. Um, And it makes things, and, you know, as you see in, you know, in Zimbabwe famously um, a few years Mm -hmm. back, you know, went into an inflation spiral, you know, and this is, it's called hyperinflation when that happens. So central banks are really, really worried about inflation. They want to nix it as soon as possible, especially high inflation. But inversely, when Mm -hmm. the price of goods and services decreases substantially and the value of the currency strengthens, this effect is referred to as deflation. And it's less common uh, than, than inflation, but you do see it. And the central bank of the country is responsible um, for keeping inflation under control. And usually central banks will have a band that they're happy with. So between 2 and 4% inflation is kind of a, is a standard target. I think it's slightly higher in South Africa. I think they, they say between 2 and 6% they're happy with. Yeah, I think so. And they'll use the, something called the consumer price index uh, to measure this rate. So on, on that note, how does inflation affect exchange rates? Um, well, when the inflation is high, as you said, the value of the currency in that country weakens. And it's basically because goods become more expensive and it becomes less attractive for investors to do business in that country. Um, but the opposite is also true. So when there's a significant lowering of inflation, which, as you say, doesn't happen very often, there tends to be more flow of money into the country and the buying power of the currency becomes more valuable and as a result the exchange rate strengthens yeah yeah exactly and this is uh, why in inflation causes um interest rate hikes and this is how it's all linked yeah. together so yeah so when inflation is deemed to be too high like now in most of the world uh country central bank will raise interest rates They'll trying to slow down economic activity. This essentially is to stop people and and large companies from spending money or borrowing money. 
because with low interest rates, people and companies can borrow money very cheaply, and they do, and they spend more. Mm. People love using their credit cards when interest rates are low. And so when people have more money to spend, this is just going to push inflation higher because people are just buying more and you're pushing more money through the economy. So, uh, so, this is, um, so this is why inflation causes interest rate hikes. Yeah. And it also means that financial institutions will find uh, the currency more attractive because mm-hmm. they can make more money when lending or in savings. And, and, and again, this also boosts boost the demand for that currency. So when the U.S. Fed increases interest rates to combat inflation, then the U.S. dollar will rise against other currency pairs. Yeah, yeah, and this kind of explains the wild ride we've seen in the forex markets uh, over this past summer. Yeah. Uh, investors and traders have been watching inflation data really carefully to try and figure out when and by how much central banks are going to raise interest rates. And if a trader can predict, so the theory goes anyway, if you can predict when a central bank will raise interest rates and how much they're going to raise interest rates by, then they can potentially move in and buy the currency in question before the rate rise and thus benefit make a profit from the boost the currency gets when the bank announces that rise uh, in yeah, interest rates. Yeah. 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 And this is what makes this week very interesting. So today we've had um, inflation data coming out of the US, which is forecast to drop to 4.3% from 4.7% previously. And if this comes in higher or lower, it'll give traders a good idea of whether the Fed will raise interest rates or not. Um, and also, if you look on uh, at your economic calendar on Thursday, the ECB or the European Central Bank will need to make a decision on whether to raise interest rates. And this is especially tricky because inflammation is still deemed to be too high in the eurozone. But European economies are still suffering because interest rates are suppressing spending. So, so this is quite a complex situation, and traders will be mm-hmm. watching very carefully the next couple of days to see to see the effects and what will happen. Yeah, exactly. So we can see we'll probably see um, we'll probably see some pretty big movements in the euro USD, especially uh, off the back of yeah. off the back of these uh, the inflation figures in the United States, and then the and then the ECB decision. And what's interesting about the ECB decision is often central banks with these kind of interest rate decisions, they will, they're not going to say exactly what they're going to do, but they'll forewarn the market in ways they'll insinuate. Mm-hmm. So, so markets will have a pretty good idea of what the you know, what a central bank is going to do before they do it. This is because central banks like stability in the markets. But in this particular case, it, the decision by the ECB is on a knife edge. Nobody knows what the European Central Bank yeah. is going to do. And that's really rare. So no matter what happens, we're probably going to see pretty wild uh, gyrations in in the euro usd so definitely something to look out for uh, on thursday this week and on that note if you're a beginner trader please just close your positions (laughs) (laughs) yeah be careful exactly look at your economic calendar and and try not to yeah don't don't get involved don't get involved if you're if you don't know what you're doing um but yeah no it's going to be an interesting it's an interesting setup uh the next couple of days gonna be a lot of volatility so yeah, that in a nutshell summarizes the relationship between interest rates, inflation, and forex prices. Um, we're back next week and talking about channels. Uh, it's one of your favorite indicators, isn't it, Alison? Yeah, it's a very useful one. Yeah, so I look forward to chatting to you about that next week. Fantastic. Well, I hope you guys found this cool. educational, and I'll speak to you next week, Alison. Yeah, and please send through any questions you have um, regarding interest rates and inflation or any other trading-related questions to us at podcast at fxscouts.com. Yeah.
Great. Thanks, Alison. Speak to you next week. Cheers, Chris. Thank you. Bye.